serving the great state of Montana. From the peaks of the Beartooths to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Yeah, jumping right back into your phone calls here in the 7 o'clock hour of the show. Phone lines are open for practically the entire morning. Uh, we've got one guest coming in later around 740, but the rest of the schedule for now is pretty wide open. Uh, 406-294-0970. Christina Wong is a national security correspondent for Breitbart News. She used to be with ABC News, but now she's with a better news outfit. Uh, you know, I shared this. Uh, she says, I'd argue that the president sets the tone for the whole government. Biden spent more than 40% of 2023 on vacation. No wonder the SecDef thought he could work from home the whole week with no questions asked. The Deputy Secretary of Defense thought she could go to Puerto Rico for vacation and stay there for the whole week. The Secretary of Defense's Chief of Staff was sick with the flu but failed to delegate duties. So basically all the top three were just completely out of pocket. Austin's chief of staff failed to tell anyone about the hospitalization. And then, as, as we're finding out, they were they were lying and downplaying it uh, even after it was exposed. Tim in Savage, great to hear from you, our Mondakistan bureau chief on the phone lines. Hey, good morning. You know, for George Black and Aldous, I just want to let you know I hit the button on the app to call in. It really works, George. Just go ahead and try it out. <laughs> from, from one not-so-old guy to another not-so-old guy. Uh, helpful <laughs> tips, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess this whole thing with uh, with the fact that the, the most disappointing part to me is that it seemed like he was, he was hiding that he had prostate cancer. And, you know, I remember when Magic Johnson contracted AIDS, he came out about it, was honest with it, put a face to it, normalize the disease, and encourage people to get treatments. When Ronald Reagan came out, and I, I remember that speech from the Oval Office where he said, look, I've, I'm developing early onset Alzheimer's, and this is going to affect millions of Americans. He put a face to the disease, and people sought treatment, and it normalized it, and people got help. And But whatever Lloyd Austin was doing, hiding the fact that he had prostate cancer and then lying about it and then just being secretive about it, had an opportunity to normalize a disease that affects millions of, of people every year and and to say, hey, look, get checked, get your prostate exam, get this taken care of, and, you know, and people can live with it. I had one doctor say, if you live to a certain age, it's not a matter of if you're going to get prostate cancer, it's when. You live long enough, you're going to get it. And so what? it's a lost opportunity to put a, to normalize a normal disease. Yeah. Well, that, uh, former Attorney General Tim Fox here in Montana, you know, he revealed publicly that he was uh, battling colon cancer, and and thankfully uh, he won that battle. But but by public, coming out publicly and talking about that, uh, a lot of a lot of folks then ended up winning and, and getting checked themselves, and and so he helped a lot of people by doing that. Yeah, and it's just it, but it it. By not doing it, it's just reflective of the clown show in D.C. and and it, it just begs for the, the the comments and the jokes and the wonder. And I, and I think Tim and Billings are probably right that unable to differentiate the head from other parts. That's at a certain point during surgery might have been the complicating factor. I don't know, but <laughs> hold, hold that thought. Like, Come on, yeah, hold hold that thought, Tim and Savage. If you can if you can stick around, we got to hit our hard news break uh, here, and then I can come back to you right after this, uh, right here with Montana Talks. Phone lines are open. Here is your Montana News. Representative Matt Rosendale has submitted articles of impeachment against Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. This action stems from much more than just the recent absence for medical reasons. As we know, an official can be impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors. 
Colerate reports that Rosendale is pursuing Austin for endangering national security. This has been prompted mainly by the China spy balloon incident last January and February. Rosendale points to a documented timeline that shows the administration's knowledge of the balloon days before its infamous flight over Montana and the continental U.S. He alleges Austin intentionally withheld knowledge of the aircraft from the American people. Quote, this is a problem with the confidence we are losing in our institutions right now, Rosendale said to Color 8. The leaders are not telling us the truth about what's taking place, unquote. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Lee. This is where Montana talks. Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Thankfully, Tim and Savage sticking around with us uh, here for uh, a few more minutes. Yeah, he said, I checked in with him during the break. He said, hey, I want to weigh in on this this, uh, New York City school uh, issue as well. Yeah, school's out. Illegals are in. An entire high school in Brooklyn is now forced to go remote after nearly 2,000 illegal aliens were evacuated from the Floyd Bennett Field shelter over safety concerns. So, uh, yeah, uh, Tim, I know, you know, you've worked in several school uh, districts across Montana. What's your thoughts on this story? I I just can't even wrap my head around closing a school for something like that and and telling the kids, no, you're you're second important now and you need to just, we'll we'll figure out a way with you, but when our primary, the only conceivable thing that I can think of would be a major disaster area, uh, you know, major explosion or something like that, and you needed to use the schools as a shelter for, for that. But that, but how long is this going to last in New York? I mean, they've already done this to veterans. They had veterans being housed in hotels and other places, and they kicked them out and said, "No, we need to make room for for the illegals." And and what's going to be next? I mean, New York has already done is just posing these people in favor of the veterans in every capacity. I just wondered what's going to be next. Okay, they've gone after veterans, they've gone after students, and are is, are they honestly going to force people to take people into their homes? I mean, they've talked about it, they've threatened it, and, say, and you know, that's the communist utopia, is to force you to bring other people into your homes. You've got an extra bedroom, and your house is too big for you, so therefore we need to put four more people into there. It, it, that's that seems inconceivable, but prior to seeing that news last night, I would have thought that shutting down a school to put illegals into it would have been inconceivable as well. There's a lot of things that have that have happened in the past uh, few years alone that, that uh, you know, to quote the Princess Bride uh, movie, inconceivable. Uh, but no, it's under the Biden administration. It's all conceivable now. Um, t- uh, tied in with your point here, uh, Tommy Tuberville, the uh, uh, Alabama senator, the former uh, Auburn football coach, says this. The school in New York is just the beginning, and they aren't going to and, – and he makes this point. So there was this headline from – I think this was out of Boston. Governor Healy asks residents to house migrant families amid growing shelter crisis. He makes this point. They aren't going to demand that you take in homeless veterans or adopt foster children. No, they'll demand that you need to house illegals. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. You got me all choked up, man. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. It was that, yeah. well, that movie Princess Bride. I mean, it brings back a lot of memories. So I could understand why you get a little, yeah, little choked yeah. up there. Uh, no, it's it just it, it's just how much 
how much crazier is a crazy going to get? And we're seeing that on so many levels. It just yeah makes you, you makes you wonder. Yeah. Hey, while you while you're uh, uh, grabbing a drink of water there to clear your throat, I've been in the same position. What you know, I'll, I'll have these spicy protein chips or something. And uh, actually, I know what it was. Grandpa Lou brought in this habanero jerky one day after hunting season. I was like, "Oh, that's great, Grandpa Lou. Thanks for bringing that in." Oh, all right, coming up after the break, and I like, <laughs> I couldn't talk, so I just was like, "Okay, let's find some audio clip to just play right now." So. While we got Tim and Savage on the phone lines, uh, if he's able to grab a quick glass of water and, and still weigh in here. Uh, I told Tim about this story during the break. Let me recap it for you guys. I don't know if you saw this. It was on Fox and Friends first, like very, very, very earlier this morning. And, you know, uh, Kamala Harris, Vice President Kamala Harris, who was supposed to be the border czar, she is now pushing electric vehicle school buses they're they're forcing these electric vehicle school buses all across the country she was bragging about how oh yeah we're going to we're going to give tribal uh communities these electric vehicle school buses we're going to give rural communities these electric vehicle school buses anyway there was a guy on on Fox and Friends first and he's in a a rural California school but but what he was saying i think would totally apply here in Montana he was saying um electric vehicle school buses he says we have one-way routes alone where where the school bus has to go 40 50 miles to pick up kids just one way not round trip we, we can't trust these things and then he said and what if we have to travel for school sports we, we sometimes have to travel hundreds of miles for school sports what, what are we gonna have to do bring back the old pony express where you have you know a different uh, a different EV bus waiting at, at, at different stages along the route so that you can get to your final location. Uh, anyway, uh, Tim, uh, yeah, your your thoughts on that? Well, it just uh, it, it just seems nuts that uh, he's using this as an example. That's even out of California. What he's describing there is a normal. That is just an average school district in Montana where you've got uh, routes that go more than 40, 50 miles one way, and then you need to go do it the same thing repeated at night. And I just don't understand this desire. Well, we're going to help out the little people. We're going to we're going to give it to the reservations, and we're going to give it to the rural folks because those poor rural folks. I mean, they just now got electricity, so they'd be happy to have electric buses. Oh, for Pete's sake! That's I can I can imagine, you know, driving a bus trip from Sydney to Lewistown for a regular season basketball game, and you know, and stopping circle everybody off the bus, get onto the next bus, and then go go on, and then have to jump on <laughs> at another intersection. I mean, it just it's not it's not practical no and not at all not if, at all if, if yeah. electric gets to that point where evs are reasonable and are reliable yeah we'll embrace it but we're not ready yet and forcing it a technology that's not ready yet down our throats is just dumb well and yeah i mean whether they're forcing ev school buses on rural america or forcing kids in new york city out of school whatever they're doing it it has a way of not helping at all it only has a way of causing more harm we've seen that as a pattern from these folks tim and savage great to hear from you as always thanks for calling in uh 406-294-0970 the number for you uh if you got something you want to talk about uh, or you can send us a quick message on the montana talks app and uh and we'll get to you right after the farm and ranch report coming up this is where montana talks at with lane nordland Last week, the second largest shipping company in the world announced a stoppage of shipments through the Red Sea. 
as a result of militant attacks on ships. The attacks are impacting a major trade route, according to Danny Munch with the American Farm Bureau Federation. The attacks from the Houthi militants have pushed many exporters to look for safer routes. It's the most cost-effective way to carry goods from Eastern Asia to Europe and parts of the Middle East, as well as all those goods traveling in the opposite direction. Estimates put it as much as 15% of world trade occurs through the Red Sea, including about 8% of grain trade. Diverting around the area at minimum means an extra 10 days needed to complete the routes. This means 10 days of additional wages for the crew, 10 days worth of more fuel, and 10 days of general delay to a buyer, which is more sensitive than perishable food products. It also means ships are not returning as quickly as they have been, and that reduces the overall capacity of the broader global shipping systems. Munch says the issue is not impacting farmers now, but agriculture may see impacts of attacks continue in the weeks ahead. Long-term disruptions, though, can have impacts on U.S. farmers. We're already seeing that surcharges have been added onto a lot of ag exporters already without a 30-day notice, which is actually mandated by the Federal Maritime Commission. So it won't be long until farmers who have exported goods to those regions may feel a pinch. They'll be watching this closely. That's Danny Munch with the American Farm Bureau. I'm Lane Northland. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we got the phone lines open for you 406 or you can message us on our Montana Talks app. Let's see, what should we talk about next here? Lots of different uh, directions we could go with the show. Let me give you some of our, our quick Montana Talks headlines that we've got for you here. Stopping anti Semitism in Montana courts. Uh, Corey Swanson, the Broadwater County attorney, a former deputy attorney general, an Iraq war veteran, uh, still serving as a colonel in the Montana Army National Guard. He is a candidate for chief justice of the Montana Supreme Court this year, and he says it is time to establish standards to ensure that anti-Semitism does not creep its way into the Montana court system. You know, if if you've been following the anti-Semitism in uh, uh, the the open uh, just hatred for for Jews that's been on the Harvard campus on display and other college campuses, a lot of a lot of the the students who have been partaking in this vicious anti-Semitism are law students. So those law students are going to be looking for jobs, uh, clerk jobs, you name it. So how do we make sure that we don't get these? these anti-Semites in our Montana courts. Uh, anyway, that's, so that's where he's talking about, it, establishing standards to ensure that, that that doesn't happen. He's got a full guest opinion column. It's on our Montana Talks website right now. And then, did you guys see this video out of Canada? I, 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 caught, uh, I saw this Rebel News video yesterday. Um, so, so basically, you had a Rebel News reporter simply asking questions of a Canadian government official under uh, the the radical left-wing prime minister justin trudeau and the whole thing was a setup basically one of her security detail folks deliberately bumps into this guy while he's walking and talking uh with this canadian government official and then stages this whole thing to then arrest the rebel news reporter and places him under arrest anyway uh, they talked about it on laura ingram's program last night but uh, i threw out the question should Montanans beware before entering Canada? 
Look, I, and I know some of you, you've probably been traveling into Canada and, and yeah, things are back to normal. And we love our Canadian friends, especially in Alberta and Saskatchewan. A lot of people in Western Canada are very similar to folks in the Western United States. Farmers, ranchers, a love for the outdoors. And, hey, did you see the Canadian anthem during the National Finals Rodeo? Uh, but, you know, I, when you see videos like this, you just wonder, you know, when we see Western regimes now turning into these tyrannical governments. Now, I think Alberta and Saskatchewan at the provincial level are, are hopefully moving in the right direction. But, uh, you know, is is the tyranny that Justin Trudeau so admires of the communist Chinese government that he's that he put to use during COVID-19? Has he let that go now that, that most of the COVID hysteria uh, has gotten behind us? Or has he just gotten a taste for the tyranny that he was able uh, to employ during COVID-19? That's, that's my question. Uh, you know, we saw what Canada did and frankly, what, what our own, what our government also did to ca- Canadians during COVID-19 and how shameful it was. You know, if Americans would travel north of the, the border to visit loved ones on their deathbed, you might not get to see them before they pass due to strictly enforced quarantines. Pastors were thrown in jail for holding church services out on the street. Meanwhile, Canadians had to watch as the U.S. southern border was wide open for illegal aliens to flood in as they were forced to suffer under vaccine mandates. Canada's left-wing Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has openly admitted that he envied the power communist Chinese leaders have over their people. He sure seemed to relish the power COVID-19 gave him over the people. But has Trudeau and the Canadian left's tyranny stopped with the passing of the COVID-19 lockdown hysteria? If you watch the video from Rebel News that we've got on our Montana Talks website right now, it will sure make you wonder. It will sure make you wonder. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, man, lots of stories to get to here. Uh, oh, this is a story we got to get to here. So we covered this yesterday with John Jackson in the eight o'clock hour of the show on Montana Talks. So, so the Fulton County District Attorney, the District Attorney. Uh, that is prosecuting, or actually I should correct myself, that is persecuting former President Donald J. Trump. So the, the Fulton County District Attorney who is going after uh, Donald J. Trump. Uh, we didn't get to this story till later in the hour yesterday of the show, but thankfully uh, the mighty human Z, who is one of John Jackson's buddies on Twitter, he called into the show, and you know, thankfully the, uh, the, the mighty human Z, he's been keeping his eye on Fanny for quite some time now. He's been keeping his eye on the Fanny. Uh, Fulton County District Attorney Fanny Willis. Did you guys hear about this? She authorized more than $650,000 to the private law firm of Nathan Wade for his services. So, so she basically gave $650,000 in taxpayer funds to allegedly the guy that she is allegedly her boyfriend. And then... He took the $650,000 that she gave him in taxpayer funds to lead the political persecution of Donald J. Trump. And they used taxpayer funds to go on a big, fancy, lots of big, fancy vacations. I mean, uh, anyway, it's so crazy on so many levels. I'll tell you more next. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. 
Another wave of attacks on commercial ships in the Red Sea is repelled by the American and British navies. A new attack was launched overnight by Iran-backed Houthi rebels, a U.S. official telling Fox News that the combined drone and missile attack was the largest to date to target the shipping lane. Eighteen drones were shot down during that incident in what is the 26th Houthi attack since mid-November. Fox's Trey Yingst. There's a Republican presidential primary debate tonight. Fox's Jared Halpern. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis are the only two participating in the final Republican debate before Monday's Iowa caucuses. Haley and DeSantis are increasing criticism and attacks of each other as polling shows the two locked in a dead heat in Iowa, though both are well behind former President Trump. And he'll take part in a town hall on Fox News Channel instead. Stocks start the day basically flat on Wall Street. America's listening to Fox News. All right. Yeah, so uh, Trump attorney uh, Lena Haba, she was on with Hannity last night, and she she made a couple of great points. First off, she was reacting uh, to this video that's now come out where these so-called journalists, these reporters, were, uh, were, uh, were caught on video openly joking about the assassination of Donald J. Trump, openly joking about about uh, how they hoped uh, Trump would be assassinated and how easy it would be for Trump to, to be assassinated. Uh, so she gave her reaction to that. But then um, Sean Hannity asked her about uh, these allegations involving Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis in Georgia, the one who is leading the political persecution against Trump in Georgia, and how now, first off, she's abusing her position of power by leading this political persecution against the former president and the current GOP frontrunner for 2024. She's abusing her position of power to push a personal political agenda, deliberately targeting somebody uh, because of who they are. But then it gets even worse. She She's not taking on the case herself. She's using nearly a million dollars in taxpayer funds to push this political persecution of Donald J. Trump. And she's given the money to the guy that they, they say is her boyfriend. And then the boyfriend takes the $650,000 that he's getting paid to, to, to attack Donald Trump. And then he and her get to go on some really nice taxpayer-funded vacations. This is why the Democrats want to take power at every level of government. They're grifters. They're grifters. They, 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 don't, they don't go to be public servants. They go to be served by you. They think they, that we're here to serve them, and then they can just go on fancy vacations. Kind of like, you know, the Secretary of Defense was out for a week, didn't bother to coordinate with anybody or tell anybody. The Deputy Secretary of Defense was on vacation for a full week, and then apparently the, the Chief of Staff was out. Nobody bothered to tell anybody because it doesn't matter. Because, because it, going back to Christina Wong's point about Joe Biden, they all think that it's just a big vacation that you and I have to pay for. Here's what uh, attorney, um, Trump attorney Alina Haba had to say on Hannity last night. It's unbelievable. I've always said it, Sean. I know you've said it. They'll accuse him of the things they are doing themselves. And that is the case right here. It's a perfect example. It says it all. If this is true, if she really was using taxpayer dollars to funnel vacations and then go after Trump, completely disregarding ethics, completely prosecuting, it's called selective prosecution. You are going after someone as a target and then teaming up with your friends. The only RICO I see is the RICO with the DAs and AGs that is happening. The conspiracy is not a conspiracy at all. We have Soros backed and other funders that we've seen that are backing these individuals and they are coordinating, they are profiting, and they are becoming famous and politically, uh, their agenda is all the same. Get Trump. That is the only RICO case I see here. 
That is the only RICO case. The facts are the truth. Donald Trump has done nothing wrong, and they have intentionally done this in waiting to interfere with an election because they can't beat him in the polls. All right, well said by Alina Hava on with Hannity last night. Of course, you hear Hannity right here on these very radio stations later today. Yeah, I thought Paul Mushaven asked a really good question here. You know, we allow all sorts of gambling in Montana. So why don't we allow every form of gambling in Montana? I thought it was a good question raised by Paul Mushaven. You can see that story on our Montana Talks website, uh, plus our chat with the National Weather Service and how long the cold air is going to stick around. And you can look inside the historic home in Helena that Governor Greg Gianforte is donating to the state. MontanaTalks.com. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, we got a great guest in studio here joining us on Montana Talks. Before we get to our guest, this this ties in. This ties in with the conversation we're going to have here in just a a minute or so. I I want to play one more uh, audio clip for you here. You know the uh, the Secretary of Defense being out of pocket and not telling anybody, not telling the White House, and then downplaying it, covering it up, etc. That's getting a lot of attention. Uh, in the eight o'clock hour of this show, I'm going to try to play audio for you as Attorney General Austin Knutson testifies on Capitol Hill in the impeachment uh, hearing uh, for uh, for uh, D- Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas, but. Something else that was happening on Capitol Hill. They had closed door meetings with Dr. Fauci. Uh, so they were they were questioning Dr. Fauci behind closed doors. And what Kentucky Senator Rand Paul had to say with Laura Ingram last night was very interesting. But if he was here, he would tell you that he was for closing the schools before he was against closing the schools, mm-hmm. before he was for it again and then against it. So many things, but the one thing that's consistent about Anthony Fauci is what he says in private is largely true. What he says in public is largely a lie. When asked about the masks by a fellow co-worker, Sylvia Burwell, oh, yeah. he told her the truth. He said the masks don't work because the pores are bigger Their than the virus. study revealed and, that about the influenza virus. But then in public, he wears three masks. In private, he tells his colleagues you don't really need to wear one. It's the same with immunity. It's the same with the vaccines. And it's really the same with gain of function. In private, he said, yes, we're suspicious that the virus was manipulated, looks manipulated, and we know they're doing gain of function in Wuhan. He describes it. That's in a private email. In public, to this day, he still denies that they funded any gain of research, gain of function research in Wuhan. It's all an entire lie. Yeah, anyway, that was that was a fascinating insight there. Uh, from Kentucky Senator and Dr. Rand Paul. You know, isn't it amazing how some of these so-called public health officials are deliberately giving you bad information? Well, we want to give you the right information. We want to give you good information, information that actually helps. That's why it's always fun to have Dr. Dale Williams with Billings Last Diet here in the, stu- in the studio, in the house with us, especially here as we are uh, in the in the early part of the month of January 2024. Doc, good to see you, and uh, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Good to be here. Well, the office was uh, bustling yesterday. A lot of folks are going in, like me. They're getting their tune-ups, or some are, are getting started for the first time ever. Yeah. Yeah, we've got. Uh, it's, it's been it's been a great start to the new year. It really picked up just after Christmas. We had a lot of people who were just waiting for for the Christmas holiday to come over, and then they're they're back getting tuned up, and they're also 
Some of them are a restart. That's, that's terminology we use within the office. It's those that have been off for a while and gained a few more pounds than, than five or ten pounds. And, and then we've had a lot of new new dieters that have come on as well. You know, it, it's crazy because I, when I think about it, I first went through Billings last diet about five years ago now yeah. and lost 33 pounds in under three months and have largely kept it off since then by doing my, my annual tune-ups or sometimes maybe uh, a tune-up every six months and checking in with my diet coach once a month. And so it's just been an incredibly life-changing program for me. But but I think about it, you know, five years ago, man, a lot has has changed in five years for yeah. me and probably for a lot of our listeners. Some of our listeners, maybe five years ago, they didn't have kids yet. And and they were and they were a, a young couple that was able to to be a lot more active. Well, now they've got little kids, so they're not as active as they were before. So they're piling on the pounds. I wish I had known about your program when I was in that situation, when I was in that stage of life. Because man, you know, you're finishing all their chicken nuggets and their mac and cheese that they don't eat because you don't want it to just go to waste. But uh, as you've said, it's better to let it go to waste than to go to your waste. Yes, right. very much so. And. In five years, your metabolism can change a lot because of the hormone differences. So there, there are people who are listening who have uh, not struggled with weight um, or been able to, to carve off weight relatively easily, and now they just can't find that it, that it comes off like it used to, and it's because of the change in hormones They just well. hit their 30s or their 40s right. or maybe That's they're right. going through menopause yep. or whatever, right? And, and so if you, if, you, if you come in and you learn about how that body works, even with the hormone changes... The program still works, even if you're going through hormonal changes or menopause, uh, the program still works. Yeah. Well, one of the things our, our listeners have probably heard me mention before is that, so, you know, five years ago, I was just getting home from a deployment. And so, you know, I, I, we had great workouts on my last deployment, you know, I mean, just incredible uh, folks that I was deployed with. And so, but, you know, you get home and now you want to celebrate being home and you're, you're watching movies and you're having a beverage or two and then you're eating all the things you missed out on. I was still keeping my workouts going. In fact, my workouts got better because of the guys that I was deployed with. I, you learn a few things on every deployment, right? But but the weight kept piling on. And it, I got to be honest, it started getting depressing because it's just like, what the heck? I mean, I'm literally breaking my back trying to trying to get in better shape here, and I just can't get rid of this. And I just, I, I was just, ah, you know, and I was starting a new job. We were launching this new show. And and uh, and so there was a lot of effort that had to go into that that still goes into that. And so... But thankfully, you know, one of our team members here said, hey, Aaron, have you ever heard about, have you ever met with Dr. Williams from Billings Last Diet? And I was like, no. And they're like, would you be interested in trying this? And I was like, yeah. And and then I was talking with some friends. Hey, what do you guys know about this? And I had some good friends in town. like, oh, man, that program's great. I said, yeah, but am I going to be starving the entire time? Is it just going to be miserable? I mean, I'll yeah. go through the misery if I have to. They're like, no, surprisingly, it's not miserable. And and you get the you get what you need to 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 really accomplish your goals so there are a lot of deprivation diets um and this one is restrictive in that there, there are foods you won't eat but there is it's more food than most people think it is there's a lot of people that will say i can't i can't believe i have to eat this much food and yes you have to eat that much food because you get your nutrients that way and you get the proper energy so and i think um in the five years uh, I think you've been very honest and open with your listeners as well. This isn't um, this isn't a magic pill diet. This is a program where uh, you learn about how your body works and then you apply the principles, which means you do a tune-up once in a while because you're 
Dr. Tran, who was a founder of Ideal Protein, was the developer of Ideal Protein. He says a diet isn't a vaccination against weight loss. There, there's no way to vaccinate against a weight loss. <laughs> it just doesn't work. You have to apply the principles of science for your changing body. And so with a diet coach, they can guide you through whatever aspect of life you're in or whatever circumstances you're in. Well, and I played the Fauci uh, clip there yeah. from Dr. Rand Paul. And, oh, wear your mask. It's like, that doesn't work. H- how about like, hey, connecting people people with programs that actually work because obesity is such a persistent health challenge in this country and, and not everybody but most a lot of the people that struggle with COVID-19 it was actually underlying issue was was weight and obesity a large portion of the underlying issue was and and now there's there's trends there's trends with these weight loss drugs these Hollywood weight loss drugs and and now the the evidence is coming out on those that they're they're not as good as they uh, were touted to be and I'll be darned if you if you stop using this drug the weight comes comes right back and there's some negative side effects to it and so just use your body's natural capable natural abilities to lose weight and that's what we do at Billings Last Die. We, we're going to educate you, provide a program, provide product, provide support that is needed for success short-term as well as long-term success. Even the people that know the basics about, okay, limit your carb intake, yeah. vegetables, protein, you know, Montana beef, get those in your diet. Yeah, you, you can do pretty good on your own doing yeah. that. But but then you hit this plateau and then you're like, why can't I get that, that, that final 15 off or why can't I do this or why do I constantly struggle with this? Well, you know, when you're eating clean, you're not getting all... Normally, they tell you, limit your salt intake. Yeah. So people are so... They, they've heard doctor after doctor say, limit your salt intake. Well, if you're eating normally processed food that you find in... Yeah, limit your salt intake because it's already included in a lot of these prepackaged materials. Yes. But if you're eating clean fruits, I mean, veggies and meat, you're not getting the salt that your body needs. So your team will actually... Your coaches will say, Aaron, you, make sure you're getting the daily amount of salt yeah. because... Because if you're not getting salt, your body doesn't keep the water. And if it's not keeping the water, it's not burning the fat. Right. And, and that's, we, we, we jokingly say salt is a supplement at Billings Last Diet, not a seasoning. Uh, and there's, there's scientific reasons. You have to have sodium in your body. You're, and so the sodium that's in the salt, it helps your body function right. And when you do, when you take those processed foods, when you take the breads and the crackers and the, the chips and stuff out, you drop your sodium intake lower than it needs to be. And so that's why you, you, need, you need somebody that has some understanding of how that works to make sure you apply it so that you can be successful and be healthy. Well, and the other thing I didn't realize is you guys sell ideal salt, or yeah. you include this as well, um, which also has not only the salt that you need, but it also has potassium. Right. Because I noticed, like, I, I'm the type that, I'm going to I'm going to have some some muscle pain if I don't move, if I don't work mm-hmm. out because of, you know, you know, back issues and, you know, uh, you know, military of side effects, probably things like that. But 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 I need to work out. But then you get the muscle pain from working out. But potassium, if you don't have enough potassium, that can lead to muscle pain. Right. Yeah, it does. It doesn't. And potassium is um, one of those nutrients that when you when you do get into ketosis and, and I know there's a lot of people who have done keto before. Um, when you get into ketosis, you throw off a lot of water, and you also lose minerals, calcium, magnesium, and potassium. And so if you're in a keto diet, but you're not supp- supplementing your potassium and calcium, magnesium, you're going to run into some electrolyte problems and possibly some demineralization that takes place in the body. And, and then, boom, your body thinks it's in starvation mode, and so then your body wants to store more fat at the same time you think you're trying to burn more fat, right. and that's why you plateau. That's why you never get to your goal. All right, uh, stand by more with Dr. Dale Williams, Billings Last Diet, right after this. If you do want, if you want to do a recon of your own in the meantime, go to BillingsLastDiet.com, and we'll be back with you shortly after the Tommy Laren commentary. Fun.
Fox News commentary. President Joe is asking Mexico to pretty please help secure the border and stem the tide of illegal immigrants. That should do it. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Stay on top of the latest forecast with America's weather team in the palm of your hands. Here's the latest from America's Weather Center. It's Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Five inches of rain by tomorrow. Temperatures being 30 degrees above average. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com. Millions of illegals have invaded our country since Joe took office, and the vast majority have come up through Mexico. But now that approval ratings for President Joe are tanking, he wants Mexico to help stem the tide of illegals passing through. Well, maybe if he asked pretty please with a cherry on top, that would do the trick. Now, instead, Mexico is making its own list of demands that includes $20 billion to Latin and Caribbean countries, all sanctions removed from Venezuela, and for at least 10 million Hispanics living in the U.S. to be allowed to stay and work. You know, back in the days of President Trump, Mexico would not be so bold. Instead of kowtowing to Mexico, he threatened a tariff if they didn't do their part. But we have a weak leader now in Joe Biden who will be walked all over just like our national sovereignty. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is Fearless, at Outkick.com. I'm Chad Pogram with the Speaker's Lobby. The 2024 presidential campaign likely won't unfold in all the old familiar places. The presidential proving ground for former President Trump may be in various courthouses, ranging from New York to Atlanta. But House Republicans hope the presidential validation field for President Biden in 2024 is in the halls of Congress. House Republicans didn't accomplish much in 2023, but in mid-December, House Republicans finally conjured up the votes to formalize an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. That dynamic emerging in an election year could expose whether or not voters buy the GOP narrative that Mr. Biden, Hunter Biden, and his family have something to hide with overseas business dealings. Or the maneuver could reveal whether Republicans come up with blanks. Historically, impeachments have been dangerous for the party doing the impeaching. Consider for a moment, what political benefit has any party ever reaped from an impeachment? Ever. What do Democrats have to show for their two impeachments of former President Trump? Few consequences. Mr. Trump roared back stronger than ever after the Capitol riot, and he is the presumptive Republican nominee. With the Speaker's obligation, or purchase required. Message and data rates may apply. Well, this is the global warming they've been warning us about, or lack thereof anyway. Uh, yeah, it's going to get really cold later this week. I don't know if you'd call it a polar vortex or a Hudson Low, whatever you want to call it. There's going to be parts of Montana that will never get above zero uh, potentially later this week uh, for a 24-hour stretch of time. So you might as well just stay in, listen to your radio, and heat. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas, Live Well, Feel Better Studio. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Uh, hey, if you got something you want to talk about, uh, 406-294-0970. Uh, we might be able to sneak you on before we run out of time here. And then uh, we're going to have open phone lines in both the 8 and 9 o'clock hours of this show. The, the uh, uh, Let's see. We might have one guest. I should do a quick calendar recon here. That's all right. Don't worry. Travis is is is, uh, is covering us, so we'll be, we'll be good to go here, even if I uh, get a little off track. But, uh, yeah, we should have open phones for the next two hours. The only other frag is 
Attorney General Austin Knutson is testifying on Capitol Hill, set to testify here coming up starting shortly after 8. I'm going to be monitoring that committee hearing to see if we can play uh, the Attorney General's remarks live. So, in fact, actually, Travis, what, since I'm, I'm already live on the air, would would you mind um, recording um, that that uh, congressional hearing? Because if just in case we miss part of it, it'd be good to play some of that audio maybe later. If if you're able to record that in another room, that would be great because then we could still play some of the uh, the testimony uh, later on in the show, even if we might miss it live. All right, uh, this was another interesting story from Fox News Radio. Here, you know, a lot of the country about to get hit with uh, with uh, a lot of snow. Apparently, emergency room doctors say that uh, snow shoveling can send a lot of people to the emergency room. Emergency room doctors advise take a weather warning. When the dense, heavy snow falls before you take on the demanding labor to shovel, prioritize your health. For older adults over 65 with high blood pressure, high cholesterol or obesity, doctors advice ask for help to clear the snow. The alternative, ER doctors see a surge in people with chest pains and heart attacks from heavy shoveling. A doctor at Chicago's Rush University Medical Center notes, with coronary heart disease, when you suddenly stress the heart, the blood doesn't get to the right place at the right time. So leave the heavy snow to the pros. All right. Or find a neighbor kid to do it for you. That's another option, right, Doc? <laughs> or stay in shape to where you can shovel your own snow. You know, they talk about high blood pressure, cholesterol, and obesity. Those are the those are the ones that are contributing to the those that are having problems with shoveling snow with a heart attack. One of the best things I did uh, five years ago, in addition to going to Billings Last Diet, I bought a snowblower. Yeah, that'll work too. Because <laughs> yeah, even if you're even if you're in good cardio shape, I don't want to ruin my back <laughs> shoveling snow. So, and I have fun with that snowblower. So, bring on the snow if you ask me. You know? Well, that the the being inactive for a period of time. You know, when it snows, we don't get out and do as much. And then all of a sudden, we decide we need to go shovel. And so, it's the going from the inactivity to the real strenuous work of lifting a wet, heavy snow. And then it's cold, so you want to hurry. So you try to hurry, and so it does put an additional stress on that heart, and it, it can be tough. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, you know, I, I mentioned I'm going through my diet tune-up right now, and it's it's just always a good thing to do. It just gets some good habits uh, back into effect, and uh, and so I'm, I'm really excited because I, I, I spent November and December. I wanted to put on a little more muscle. Well, mm-hmm. when, you, when you go to the gym and you want to put on more muscle, you're naturally going to put on more fat at the same time. Um, so I, I don't want to freak out, but I want to tune up, see if my numbers stabilize and, and, and trim back down, but, but with extra muscle added on. And so, so even if you're not looking to – you've had people lose 130 pounds of weight right. of fat. It, it can be done. But even if you're looking to really just tune things up, um, it's, it's kind of cool working with the coaches to see what you can accomplish. Which That's why we like the word tune up because <laughs> it, it really does. You can, you can trim down a little bit of the fat that you, you might have put on, uh, especially like you wanted to build to bulk up a little bit. To do that, you have to have the, the calories in order to rebuild that muscle. And so you naturally will put on a little bit of fat. And so once you've bulked up, then that's the way the bodybuilders do it. When, when it's time you want to trim it back down, then you're going to watch your diet uh, and make sure you get enough protein so that when you do trim down, you're trimming down fat and you're not trimming down that lean lean protein yeah and this was kind of cool because you were we were talking yesterday when i came to see you for a chiropractor visit about how 
you know, because when people are, are doing a tune-up or losing the weight in phase one of Billings' last diet, you don't want them to do strenuous physical activity because if, if your body is focused on building muscle, it's not focused on burning fat. You're trying to help people burn the fat, and then they can go back to building muscle later on. Absolutely, and and so there is exercise. You can exercise while you're losing the weight, but it has to be, has to be fat burning. You have to be able to be in fat burning mode in order... To, to do that exercise and that's dependent on your heart rate and and how strenuous your workout is so the nice part is is while i do my tune-up i can kind of take a little bit of a break absolutely uh, and and not feel like i have to go you know hit the gym that hard later today as much as i like going to the gym and it's fun and i encourage everybody to to also go to a, a, a gym and exercise i mean i have a great time in nine round kickboxing yep. and everything like that but it's part of a healthy lifestyle good to give your give your body a little break and uh, and trim the fat uh, uh 